Hey everyone, welcome to the round one punts preview brought to you by Wiki. Uh, my name is Nicole, the founder of Wiki. I've been playing NRL, fantasy, super coach, punting on NRL for over a decade now. Uh, and we've had this company for about three years now. It's our fourth season in the NRL. Um, in terms of punting stuff, we started putting out a, a Wiki punters preview article last year. I think I started writing that in about round 10 when it had obviously like maybe 100 or 200 people check it out. And then by the end of the season, we had, I think, 1,500 views um, every week for the last few weeks, which is awesome. So obviously, I'm trying to grow this out and make a video out of it as well. I've left this till late. <laughs> it's 4 p.m. on Thursday, the first game of NRL round one is at 8 p.m. So plan for week one is I'm going to punch out the first three games. So Thursday and Friday games in this video right here. I'm going to put out an article, Punters Freeview, just for tonight's game so I can cover um, tri-scorer plays and also draft stars. They, um, they've got a $50,000 contest for tonight's game. Um, and I think first prize is just under 5K. Wiki, our, my company, partners with draft stars. We do um, a stats bible to help you guys with projected scores for players to see who to pick. Um, and we also do content based on, you know, players that are good value, not so good value, how you construct your team, all that kind of stuff. Um, the video that I'm doing now and also our written content, it should all be out by about 6 p.m. at the latest Sydney time. 7 p.m., obviously exactly an hour before the 8 p.m. game is when the NRL final team lists are out. Our Discord, our social media, which is everything on our site, everything on our socials, it's all free, by the way. Um, and that'll all be updated, including our link tree, which you see here. Um, it's basically an easy way of obviously you can check out our, our actual website. You can join our Discord, get our newsletter. You can join Draft Stars through us um, if you're interested in um, in paid fantasy sport where you don't have to make a team for a whole season. You could just literally make a team for tonight's game. The the structure, um, the fantasy, what's it called, point structure and stuff, very similar to NRL Fantasy if you're into that. Um, we've got this spreadsheet, which I'll talk through in a second, but that's all the NRL teams with expected minutes, according to all the news that we've found online and the goal kickers are in red as well. There's a couple of other things to look out for, but I've left a little legend down below. Um, so a read-only version of that is available here. I've got some team previews that I've put out. Um, I've done a fantasy super coach and draft stars preview for round one as well. So you can check out the YouTube video or the podcast um, if you want to check it out on Spotify, Apple, um, Apple Music and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we've got NRL Supercoach and NRL Fantasy Leagues. Again, free to join, $500 prize pool across the two comps over there. Um, our data tools for draft stars, our tri-score odds comparison tool, which if you read the articles last year, you'd know about. Um, and we do a lot of cricket stuff as well, if you're into, into your cricket too. So um, I'm going to get straight into it. I've been very busy with our team at Wiki, getting all the data tools ready to go, punching out content. Um, but I want to get this out early enough so you can actually get some plays on for tonight if you're interested. Um, so going into the first game for round one, 2023, Eels in the Storm. Um, on our Discord, we had some back and forth conversations around who's going to win and why. And every time I tried to sort of build a point for one of the two teams, I, I realized there was a counterpoint. So for example, like the Eels pack, they're stuffed. <laughs> they've got a little new players in there. But then if you look at the Storm pack, they've got Leero and Katoa on the edges with Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich moving on. We literally went back and forth. Even the spines, like Moses Brown and Gutho, yep, they've been there for a few years. They're obviously all good players. 
but then you've got Munster, Hughes, and Grant. So I reckon this game will be super close, but I'm not here to tip who's going to win. Let's get straight into the try score stuff. Um, there is an article on our site that I'll link through as well, um, basically sort of talking through our, our data tools. And um, look, it was written a year ago. I'll probably update it, but it's just a good guide in terms of what the different things mean and, and what are some pretty simple ways to actually use the tools to find good value try score plays. Um, obviously, as always, gamble responsibly. Um, we had a pretty good run last year, but you know, if you, obviously you want to be only gambling what you can lose and, and managing your stakes and all that kind of stuff. So be wary of, of all of that. Um, I'll get straight into it, guys. So this is the try score value finder. What we try to do here is have the odds for, I think we've got five bookies and, and a little bit of bet365 working on that. Um, essentially, uh, bookies, odds across five or six different websites, um, all the players in every single, or all eight games, um, and then the, the best odds across all the sites, which you've got here. Um, and this is where it can get a little bit tricky. Like I've been looking at this for years, so I'm really comfortable. Um, if you if you don't understand fully what I'm trying to say, because I haven't said it the right way, you can check this out, uh, article out, which goes into even more detail. Um, but I thought it'd be really cool to do an introduction first. So you actually know what you're looking for. Um, it's a lot easier to actually use this tool with the color coding and all the rest of it once, once you know what's going on. Um, but to keep it really simple, let's look at tonight's game as the first example. So looking at the Eels versus the Storm, 8 p.m. Sydney time tonight, so just over three and a half hours from now. Um, what we do is we update this tool on a, or a Tuesday evening or a Wednesday, and then I usually will put out the Punters Preview article and this video sometime on a Wednesday, probably Wednesday at Arvo. Um, but going back into the tool, so if you look at it, the first try score market for tonight's game, so let's just look at Clint Gutherson as an example. The best odds we could find for him was 17 across the bookies that we've got available here. Um, what FTS model means is that, so we've got a model that uses historical NRL player data, looks at the line and total for that game um, and a couple of other factors as well. And essentially puts out the probability of that player scoring the first try and then converts that to betting odds just to make it really easy for you. Um, just a second. And then on the flip side, we've got uh, FTS historical. So what that means is it goes through that player's career strike rate at scoring the first try. So essentially it's pretty simple. Like how often has he done it in his career? Convert that percentage or that probability to betting odds. Um, so the way we've got everything in betting odds. So if you're a user looking at this for the first time, all you want to do is look at, all right, cool, Gutho, best odds, 17, cool. How does that compare to the model odds? And how does that compare to the historical odds? And obviously, if the best odds are, odds are way higher, then it's potentially a good play. So for example, like model value, that just compares FTS model to best odds. You can see here, we, we actually reckon Gutho should be, or our model, sorry, thinks that he should be priced around 22, and we're only getting 17. So you can see the red there, not good. Um, moving on, historical value, um, according to his career strike rate, that's just historical, looking back. So it doesn't know that it's he's playing Storm, doesn't know what the line for the game is, doesn't know what the what the total line for the match is or anything like that. 15. So obviously, according to that, it looks like a, a decent value play. But you know, looking at that, being a rugby league fan, it kind of makes sense why the model odds are higher than historical because he's playing the Storm and, and it's going to be a close game, right? Um, market value. So this is the interesting one. I think we only brought this onto the tool last year. So all this is doing is basically picking out, all right, well, where are his best odds 
right? Bet365. And where are the second best odds? Which, well, here it's pretty even, so it's 13. Um, so it's basically just starts 17 divided by 13 and puts it into a percentage. And that's actually really good for a back. For him to be 30% higher on 365 compared to the other sides sort of shows you that there could be an edge here. But then you look at model value and historical value and you go, yeah, probably not. Personally, this was obviously just an example, but I'd, I'd be staying away from that bet. Um, so the way that I usually use this tool to start the week and how I'd recommend you look in, looking at it if you are interested, um, first try scorer or any time, score, time try scorer, have a look at it. I'd first go by model value. Um, our model isn't perfect. Um, I know for, for example, for rookies, like uh, well, rookies generally, if they have less than 10 games of data, the model doesn't work well. Like you'll see a massive outsider and a winger for that team will be priced really well, even though it's well, they're an outsider, they just shouldn't. So um, be wary of that. But I think generally for experienced NRL players, it works really well. Um, and this actually brings me to probably my bet of the day. Dylan Brown, um, $34 to score the first try on Neds. Three green lights is pretty rare, especially for a back. Dylan Brown had a great, probably a standout career season, or definitely a standout career season in 21, uh, sorry, 2022. Um, model value, 130% green lights there. You look at um, his 34 at best on Neds compared to 26s, which our model has him at. Uh, compared to historical value, he scored the first try so far in his career, once in every 20 games or so. And then market value, 34 is way higher than the 23 he is on tap. So three green lights, Dylan Brown, definitely my better of the day personally. I hope it's still available by the time that this, this uh, video comes out. Um, fingers crossed. But yeah, if you do see this, this is definitely my recommendation for the player of the day. Um, in terms of try scoring markets for tonight's game. Looking at the others that are green, um, Young Tonopaya, don't know if I love that. Uh, our model does say it's it's good odds. Um, and he is sort of like, oh, he's slightly above uh, what he has been at, um, on other sides. But I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Storm are going to have that crisp back line. And obviously they're playing the Eels in Sydney. Yeah, personally, I'd be staying away from that. Um, Loyero, I actually like that. 41 for a stone back rower. Um, I think it's it's decent odds. I don't think it's it's really good. Like, I think this FTS model being 31, I think that's kind of showing the fact that Loyero hasn't played a lot of games starting in the second row. Um, I think this is a, a decent play. Uh, Josh King starting in the middle, 81s. Uh, I think it's a decent play. Uh, but I think just, just looking at these... Would stay away from this one. Decent play, decent play. By far my favorite, Dylan Brown. Three green lights, ready to go. Um, let's play around with historical value. See if we find anything interesting here. Um, <laughs> bloody Dury. I think he's, well, he, he's obviously like, I'm pretty sure he's played 18 games and scored the first try once. Yeah, th this is the kind of stuff that you've got to be wary of. He's not the most exciting NRL player. I think he, he's had a history of like not finishing a lot of games as well. Um, one that I'd definitely be wary of. I, I personally don't think that's a good bet at all. Um, who, yeah, obviously we see Dylan Brown again, which is awesome. Um, nothing, nothing that really stands out to be honest over here. Um, market value. Now this could be interesting. So I don't like him specifically. Uh, where is he? Where's Merchie? God damn it! I thought Merchie would show up for sure. Uh, maybe not. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll get to him later. But uh, I don't like him specifically, but Makatoa here is a really good example of someone who's on the bench and he's obviously not going to score the first try, 
but market value shows you that he's 101 here, which is way higher than 61, which is the next best for him. Um, he's a decent NRL player, but um, why I wanted to kind of talk about this is that there's a lot of examples of bench forwards being priced really high without too much consideration given to like who they are and how they play. Um, so for example, if he was 101s and he was someone like a, Murata Niakore, for example, on the bench, I would love $101. You know, I think he should probably be around that sort of 60, 70 mark at most, Niakore, if he was still at the Eels and on the bench. Um, but yeah, Makatawa, I'd stay away from. Again, Dylan Brown, green lights. Um, I don't necessarily love any of these. Ooh, so Nas, that's really interesting. Okay, so Nas, <laughs> unfortunately, like we know he's a dom dominant ball runner, but I think he hasn't started that many uh, as a percentage of his um and a total NRL games, he isn't showing up as green lights on model or historical, but you can see sports bet of pricing way higher than the other sites. Um, I think for a middle forward, obviously like 46 is a little bit lower than usual, but knowing his potential and knowing that the Eagles pack, it's basically um what's it called? RCG and Junior Paulo, and that's it. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of new guys in that pack. Um, I actually think that's a an okay price for NAS to look at. Um but aside from that, probably probably not not probably nothing too much else. I think the main one that stands out again is Dylan Brown in the first try scorer markets. Um, go into any time try scorer. I'll kind of rush through a little bit now. Now that I've given you guys a sort of basic rundown of the different ways to, to actually look at them. So again, let's start with model value anytime try scorer. No green lights. Um, nothing really to be honest that stands out here. Um, so a model doesn't love the value of any of these. Strike rate wise, Jerome Hughes, he's priced it way higher than the $2.92 that if you went off his career strike rate, converted that to betting odds, it'd be $2.92 and we found him for $3.95. Obviously that, that sounds good, but again, historical doesn't take into consideration the stuff um, for an upcoming game, what which model does. So the model takes into consideration, hey, it's going to be a close game against the yields, the line and total, all the rest of it. Um, so 350, I think, is a, a bit more of a realistic price for Jerome Hughes. Um, in saying that, it's um if you're looking at 350, then that 395 is still sort of decent value. Um, so I think looking at this again, I think Hughes is decent value. Don't love it, but decent value. Um, looking around again, NAS priced way higher on sports bet for ATS. You can see historical value-wise is about 20% higher than his career. Um, again, you know, close game against the Eels and all that, but almost 40% higher on sports bet for ATS than on sides. I'll probably have a look at NAS um, after I stop recording this video. Um, market value, again, NAS, NAS and Dylan Brown stand out. Um, I think from Brown, I, I loved his 34 FTS. I probably like his anytime try score or ATS at 550. NAS as well, I, I'll probably get on this actually. $8 looks pretty good. Um, aside from that, ah, oh, my man, Murchie. So Murchie was on the bench for the Warriors for a lot of games last year and started and, and ended up being pretty good odds for first try score and any time try score. I think I had it in the punters preview and we got up once on him. Um, definitely have a look out for the final team list. Dury and uh, Cartwright aren't the most inspiring starting second rollers, so he might get a crack start of the game. And if he does, um, that ATS first half maybe might be really good value because he might not play the full 80 or obviously first try scorer itself. Um, so have a look at that. 
Um, but that's pretty much it in terms of the template of like how to use the drop down, how to sort by sort of different um, different columns and trying to find good value. Um, I'll definitely be going through the next two games as well. And what I'll do on Friday is I'll record the same thing, probably less of an explanation and more actually going through the markets and, and which players could value. Um, but let's go across to the next game. So Warriors and Knights, this is the, the 6 p.m. game in Sydney. Um, let's go first try scorer, Tuala. Oh, love this. So, oh, actually, sorry, got Tuala mixed up. Um, my bad. So I thought he was on the left wing, which he was, I think, last year or the year before. But whoever's on the left wing, I think it's Heimel Hunt most likely because Dom Young is the other wing guy and he'll probably stay on the right. Um, but yeah, look out for look out for the left wing for the for the Warriors. Um, model value wise, don't really love any of these to be honest. Um, I definitely look out for the Saifidi brothers, but I think they might pop up elsewhere, like Daniel and. Jacob at 71 and 81. If they're starting and if that price gets up a little bit closer to 101, I'd love it. But at 71 and 81, I think they're okay for now. Historical value, obviously, man used to play in the halves, which is why his his historical number is so low. But now he's a he's a middle forward. So that 67 is still decent for a starting middle against the Warriors. And obviously, we know he's a good ball runner. Um I'll see. I'll see if that if I put that in the punters preview, but um, not a standout. Um, Jacob Safidi hasn't started that many games in the NRL, and his FTS historical, or he still scored um, the first try in one in forty total NRL games that he's played. Um, so that's that's pretty good. He is one of the guys I like generally. So I'll probably have a look. Um, I'll definitely have a look at him. Um, aside from that, nothing else really is a standout. And then market value. Um. Yeah, nothing really. I, I'm literally looking at this for the first time, pretty much. So this is um. Yeah, nothing really stands out here. Um, anytime try score. Let's look at our model first. Um, nah, don't love any of these historical wise. Um, Lockie Fitzgibbon is an interesting one. Like left edge for Newcastle, Ponga's favorite side against a weak Warriors outfit. You know what? Six is good. Um, if he's, I'll probably get a little bit of, little bit on now at sixes. I really like that price actually, because he he was a gun try scoring second role for the um for the Knights, but he's just had a few injuries in in recent years. Um, but yeah, six dollars looks really good for uh, the Knights left edge back rower. Um, if he's confirmed to start, I'll probably get a little bit more on, and I might just quickly double check. His ah, his FTS price thirty fours. I actually like that as well. So thirty fours and six for Lockie Fitzgibbon, decent price. Um, I'll likely put that in the Pundits preview article. Um, don't love any of the others here. Market value, Safidi brothers. They're gonna have to play big minutes as well for the, um, for the Knights with Clemmer gone. I think someone else is missing for them as well. So, I usually prefer to get on first try scorer or last try scorer plays middle forwards but these prices look reasonable so i think this is i don't think many people like any time try scorer plays for middle forwards unless there's like an obvious stuff up so i wouldn't recommend this one but i think it's it's decently priced um where are we looking there's a small chance heather Ingerton gets some time on the edge so if there if he is sort of named to start on the left edge instead of lucky fitzgibbon last minute I'd smash this. This is incredible. But at the moment, he's a bench forward. Wouldn't touch it. 
Um, and so from that, nothing too inspiring there. Let's move on. Last game for this video, Friday night video, uh, Friday night game, Panthers Broncos. I think there's going to be a cracker. Should be a really, really good game. Um, I do not love JFH FTS model says 45. I think that's because it's baked in the the fact that Panthers are obviously such strong favorites. I don't think that's realistic. I think that number could be sort of anywhere between that 45 and his historical career striker at 78. I don't think that's that's a good price at all. Um, so I'd stay away from this one. Um, aside from that, don't love anything in the model uh, that the model likes. Um, historical, it's funny with Haas, like he, he's obviously playing in the busted shoulder last year, so his stats weren't great generally. Um, but you can see he, he is a freak. Like he scored the first try in games, one in every 27 games that he's played. And obviously because of that, the the 75 on offer looks like a standout. But then our model realizes, hey, wait, he's playing the Panthers. The Broncos are big outsiders and therefore he's 95. Um, I think 75 is okay, but yeah, not, not a standout. If that creeps up to like 81, 91, 101 on any of the sites by game, or game day or like just before the game, I'd definitely have a look at it. 75 is kind of an awkward price. Um, Ma'am, ah, Stags was 41 only a few hours ago. So that's interesting. When he was at 41s, I really liked it. And I definitely would have recommended it usually on a Wednesday. So um, yeah, stuffed up by doing this video on um, on the Thursday this time around. Um, and yeah, no one else that really appeals. So I think the main one, look out for, for Haas, see if he, if he creeps any higher. Model, uh, sorry, market value-wise, um, small chance that Sorensen's a late in on the edge if they decide to bench Garner. I highly doubt that. But if that happens, 41 is obviously a really nice price on Neds and Ladbrokes. Um, aside from that, don't love any of these. If Leona was 61s, I'd have a look at it. As I mentioned before, Stags was a really good price on tab, but he's not anymore. Um with Cleary, you got to watch out. If he's 26 on a site that does last try score at the same price, I think he'd be good value, but Neds don't do that, and he's 23s. Don't love that. Um, anytime try scorer, ah, again, Stags was a pretty good price before, but I think he's been crunched in here. Cleary at 410. Um, this is an interesting one. So historically, if you go by his strike rate, his odds would be 360. Um, so 410 is obviously a little bit better than that. Model would be around 360 as well. Um, and all the sites kind of have been priced below 360. So that 410 is kind of nice. I think that would be on Neds. If you're if you're one for saying get multis, I think that would definitely be one to put in there as a single bet. I'm iffy on it. I think it's decent. I'll have a think before I, I sort of finish off. My punters preview article. Um, I think with Cobo, yes, he's great historical value, but remember historicals only looking backwards. He's obviously played most of his career on the wing, and this time he's playing fullback. So I think our model, or obviously our model understands that he's in price around 315. Um and yeah, sports bet have him sort of around that 370 price as well. So don't love that. Um historical value-wise, well, yeah. The fact that Stags's historical value was 330, our model understands that he's obviously playing the Panthers and they're outsiders, so they've got it at 470. It does make, and the fact that 550 is noticeably higher, 30% higher than the second biggest bookie, makes that 550 stand out. I wish I knew 
what he was before on tab just for any time crowd score. I think it might have been somewhere around six or seven dollars, which would have definitely, which I would have definitely recommended. But unfortunately, not the case. I think he's still a decent play. Um, just not as good as he was um, 12 or maybe 24 hours ago. Um, again, with Mam, he's been a freak. Like he scored almost one in every two games, but not much sample size to go off. And he's playing the Panthers. I think it's it's decent. Again, if you want to, um, if you want to get in, if you like sort of small stakes, fun same game multis, Mam and Cleary look like a fun same game multi to to put into like 540 times four. So it should be around the $20 mark. Obviously, you've got Neds and Ladbrokes have boosts as well. Could be a fun play. Um, I'll have a think about whether that goes into the articles that's enough to play. Um, Haas at $14, anytime price scorer. I don't know. It, it's decent, but I, I don't know if I'd sort of recommend that. Um, who else do we have? Not, no one else that really stands out. And the last one, um, market value for anytime price scorer for the Panthers-Broncos game. Ooh, Lemieux could be interesting. Ah, maybe not, because you know he's probably just going to get like around 30 minutes or so on the Panthers bench, which is frustrating. Um, Sorensen, again, if he does play eight, then obviously that's really good value. But yeah, aside from that, ooh, Palacio at 19. Uh, again, I just don't think he'll get much more than 20, 25 minutes up against the Panthers team. I think if he was really good odds for... Whereas he plays 101. Um, I'd have a look at what him and yeah, him and Flegler off the bench. The Panthers, we did some analysis on this. I'll, I'll put the results out at some point. Um, but I remember the Panthers, one of the they they obviously don't concede a lot of tries, but conceding tries to bench forwards is something that they actually have a likelihood to do. Like I, I know I've worded this in an odd way, but basically bench players against the Panthers. If anyone's got a shot, they actually have a decent shot. Um, Flegler and Flesher, you know, both going to be on to early in the second half. If they were around sort of 91 to 101 first try score second half, I think that might be worth a small, small stake just for a bit of fun if you're um if you're keen on that. But look, aside from that, that's it. For um for try score stuff, I'll go into a lot more detail um in future videos. We're just a bit a little bit rushed today. Main point of this video was to kind of show you all the different resources that we're putting out there before NRL round one. Um, this spreadsheet is on there as well. You can check out like play minutes and all the rest of it. Um, we've got this explainer article for how to use our markets, and I've obviously tried to do a lot of that in this video. Um, and if you want to just check out the tool, for example, just first try scorers. And then you can look at the best for the whole round. So just very quickly, I might cover off a little bit of the other games here, but um, where is Brooks? So Luke, Luke Brooks, I like that. For first try scorer against the Titans, Fermor's out for them. Unfortunately, he's on his ACL. So Brooks, um, not the, like I know he gets sort of shattered a little bit as an NRL player, but I do like him generally as a ball runner and a try scorer. Um, I think the other one, yep, Dylan Brown for tonight. There you go. So, oh, and Utsukamano at 67s. Love that. Three green lights. He was a star in 2021 in tri score markets. Nice to see him. Hopefully, he's had a full offseason and he's ready to go. Um, I'll do the same thing very quickly for any time tri scorers. Um, Olukawatu at 423 green lights. I think that's an incredible bet. Um, that game, 3 p.m. on Saturday. Um, Katoa, I really like on bet 365 at 245. I know Hines is out, but Trindle's actually decent in attack. Um, 
aside from that, I might, yeah, I might leave it for now. Cool. So that's it for the, the punters preview for tri-score markets for the first three games of round one in 2023. Um, I will get back to you guys probably on Friday, sort of like 2, 3 p.m. ish with the punters preview and the tri-score analysis for the rest of the games. Um, I'm, not, I'm going to put the article out as well. It's probably going to be a little bit streamlined this week because we're just under the pump a little bit at Wiki, trying to get all that tools and content together. Um, but from next week, as I keep saying, we'll be good to go from Wednesday Arbo when the markets come out sort of Tuesday evening after team list. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining in and do get onto our free Discord and um, and join your super coach of fantasy leagues and all that kind of stuff if you're keen um, and get in before game one in a couple of hours from now. Cheers.